0: The FT. Hello and welcome once again to the FT's weekly FX podcast, Hard Currency. My name is Roger Blitz and our guest this week is Roger Hallam, Chief Investment Officer for Global Currencies at JP Morgan Asset Management. Roger, it's been a week of correction, hasn't it? The dollar's back down. The euro's up. Brent oil is back up to close to $70 a barrel and bonds are being sold off. So what do you discern from this unwinding? Is there something of a return to some semblance of normality? I think the
1: the last couple of weeks really have been one of unwinding of consensus positions. I think there were a number of positions which were built up steadily over the course of the first few months of this year. Short euro positioning, long bund positioning, mm. certainly short oil was a consensus position. And I think what you've seen is a number of triggers, small triggers, which in and of themselves weren't enough to cause a large correction. But when you had a small uptick in German inflation, you had some comments by some well-known commentators around um, shorts of a lifetime you started to see some better economic data and it led to a, a small correction in Bund, um so weaker US data, which led to correction in euro-dollar. And it started to feed on itself and we've broken a number of technical levels, which has really led to a number of people to question the sustainability of current prices given the current policy so backdrop. So
0: this correction could be just temporary in nature? I mean, I think...
1: Uh, When you look at the big corrections we've seen over the last week, I mean, the the correction in boon prices has been substantial. I think we would argue that certainly when boons were trading down below 10 basis points, Mm. term premium in the boon market was very depressed. But there was a sense that you could justify current prices because the ECB's QE had pushed demand and supply dynamics such that it was expected the ECB would nonetheless force bond yields even lower, and you'd be able to sell your bonds to the ECB at at even lower yields. That has proved obviously to be incorrect. In the medium term, the ECB is still buying a lot of German bonds, and so I think in time you'll probably see European yields head back lower again, but for the near term, technicals and, and market positioning has taken over. In the euro, when you look at bond yields and uh, euro dollar price, for example, they've had a correlation of well above 90 um, for most of the past six months. So it's not surprising to see euro dollar pushing higher whilst bond yields have been rising. However, we've also had some weaker US data um, yes. uh, in the first quarter, which has contributed to the correction in euro dollar. I think we believe the first quarter weakness in economic weakness in the us will, be, will prove transitory and that
0: yes but there is some nervousness around though isn't there and i suppose we need to look a bit deeper at what these adp numbers from wednesday told us and whether that's going to be a guide to a disappointment. You're quite bullish though actually on, uh, uh, on the non-farm uh, payroll numbers aren't you?
1: Yeah, ADP is an imperfect predictor of payrolls. I think you can look at other measures jobless claims are close to 15 year lows. Some of the employment components we saw out of the recent ISM surveys were better. We still think you're going to see a trend run rate of payrolls around the 200,000 mark. That should be that's sufficient. lower than what's predicted. But that will be sufficient in the medium term to continue to push the unemployment mm. rate down towards the fair estimates of Nairu. And I think importantly, when you look at last week's unit labour cost data, there's evidence that tightening spare capacity in, in the US is starting to feed through to higher wages. And so that lowers the bar for the Federal Reserve in terms of the growth versus inflation trade-off. A reasonable rate of growth in the two, two and a halfs region with inflation ticking up, we think would still be enough to get the Fed over the line to hike rates in September. So it's about
0: dollar bulls holding their nerve at the moment.
1: We think so. We did cut our dollar long substantially four weeks or so ago. That was um, tactical, isn't it? and that is a tactical cut of our longer-term strategic view. Mm. Um, we are looking to rebuild long dollars exposure. Right. On confirmation, we are starting to see an improvement from Q1's weak growth
0: data. Okay. And from a euro perspective, therefore, you know, it was at 105 five weeks ago, now around 113 to 114. What do we make of the the real economy in the eurozone? Is the recovery looking better than we expected or are people getting into the euro as a funding currency? We've been generally
1: constructive on European growth this year. Um, we were expecting something around the 2% this year. Mm-hmm. That forecast looks okay. broadly on track. The issue, I think, is much more around the monetary policy divergence we're going to see between um, Europe and the US. we still maintaining with high degree of conviction that the ECB will complete its QE programme, which is still due to run for well over a year to September 2016. By that point, we expect to see the Federal Reserve have rates above 1%. And with that backdrop, you're going to see substantial monetary policy divergence between the US and the eurozone. And with the ECB continuing to, to print more euros... At negative deposit rates, we think ultimately that weight of excess euros, people being forced to hold them at negative rates, will force a euro-dollar back lower again. So
0: we really are in this kind of temporary correction period. Maybe, say, April and May will be the kind of the the pausing moments and we'll be back to normal at the start of the year. I just want to ask about um, emerging market currencies in this context and, and looking at the oil price, because this view depends on whether you are bullish on where the oil price goes. Do you think, though, that that also is likely to prove blippish and that oil price will come back down again? I
1: think generally we had been expecting oil to bottom at the early stage of this year and that forecast has proved correct. And from here we think there's a risk that oil price could still run a little higher, maybe up towards $75 a barrel, but from then we, we should be broadly stable. and There is some evidence of firmer demand globally helping to support oil prices around current levels. And I think just more generally people have been structurally underweight oil and commodity producers for some time. And you look at broader equity sector trends, there's evidence of, of shortcomings in terms of underweights or, or to the broader commodity producers. So in terms of thinking about emerging markets, lower commodity prices and oil prices have been a challenge from a balance of payments perspective for many commodity producers. So that slightly firmer backdrop to, to commodity prices maybe leads you to be a little more positive on emerging markets. Okay. But I think the bigger challenge we now see is with higher bond yields and with getting close to the first Fed rate hike, we still remain pretty cautious on current account deficit countries. Okay.
0: And just finally, Roger, because we did a whole of uh, last edition of Hard Currency on the UK election, but it is UK election day. And I suppose it's a relief that we might actually get back to looking at some real economic data as far as sterling is concerned. Although, obviously, we're probably about to enter this period of horse trading as coalition talks take place. So... The currency world needs to focus very much on the economic data more than the horse trading, doesn't it?
1: I think so. I mean, as you say, it's going to be a very uncertain period for the next couple of weeks, in all likelihood, if the polls are correct. But taking a more medium-term standpoint, the UK economy continues to trundle on at a reasonable rate. The unemployment rate continues to trundle. That's a little bit cruel, isn't it? (laughs) I guess we saw some slowing in the last quarter. Yes, growth continues. Real wages are rising for the first time in a number of years. And low inflation is the Bank of England's current challenge. But if the labour market continues to tighten, which has been the current trend, if real wages continue to rise, which has been the current trend, we still think the Bank of England will be moving rates higher around February next year. And with that backdrop, I think it's still reasonable to position for sterling out performance versus currencies such as the euro once we get
0: this general election uncertainty over with. So, so Roger, just to recap... A temporary correction as far as euro-dollar is concerned, some temporary relief for emerging markets, but concerns if bond yields continue to rise, and a pretty good outlook for the UK economy, notwithstanding what happens in the election. Yeah, I think so. Thanks to our guest Roger Hallam of JP Morgan Asset Management. Keep up to date with all the Forex comings and goings on our website, FT.com/FX, including reaction to the UK election results and the US jobs data. Join us again for hard currency next week. For more downloads, go to FT.com/podcasts.